today on The Sales Life. So many salespeople say, man, I had a great month going. I don't know what happened. It's momentum slip. You stopped challenging. You felt so good about yourself and you gave so many excuses and rationalizations as to why your customer isn't ready to do anything, why you don't have to work hard today, why you're making these boneheaded mistakes, why you're assuming instead of verifying, why you're just owelling everything. You're doing all these kind of different things and you've lost your urge to challenge. This is The Sales Life. I'm your host, Marsh Spice, and I created The Sales Life because I believe sales is the best profession and life is the greatest gift. And both require better skills of selling to embrace uncertainty, handle the adversity, and never settle again. My mission is simple. Create the best possible you, both in sales and in life, by eliminating all of the self-limiting beliefs. Because what is is not all there is. Start your coaching today by heading over to marshbice.com. You know, one thing about momentum is it's very, very sneaky because you never know when it's going to kick back in. And once you realize that you've lost the momentum, bro, it's too late. We all have momentum and we all suffer from momentum slippage. And what's super, super difficult, man, we don't know when it's coming back. And when we lose it, we're like, I don't know what I did. So I want to offer five ways of spotting your momentum slippage. And this is going to be a starter list because I want you to listen to these. And then I want you to add to them. Here are five ways, man, that you can spot momentum slips. Number one, the first momentum slip to recognize is the boneheaded mistakes. And the boneheaded mistakes, man, are the, the things where you're just like the Homer Simpson, where you're don't. These are things that you never mess up on, that you knew better, yet you made that mistake. That's momentum slippage right there. And you got to recognize that. Don't just shrug it off because it's huge. Many times we see these where you say, come on, Marsh, you got to tighten up. But if you're not, if you're just like, man, I don't know why I messed that up. I don't know why I made that mistake. It's momentum slip and it's going to get worse. Number two, assuming instead of verifying. Many times we assume because we're too lazy to really do the checking. I don't really feel like that right now. I got a lot of stuff going on, right? So you kind of assume and you roll with the, um, I'm pretty sure this is, this is what the problem is. Only to realize that it wasn't and you could have caught that mistake right then and there. So even when you have the urge to assume and you're pretty sure if you're not 100%, stop right then and there and find out what the answer is. Just to bring you into my world, many times like um, for participation with a bank, depending on what the term is, how long they finance it for, depends on what my spread is. And different banks have a different spread. One bank may allow 1.5% participation. One bank may allow 1.75% participation. And many times on the bank, what I'll do is when that momentum slippage starts to creep in, then I'll say, I, I think this, I think I'm good here. When all I had to do is I just got to reach back, grab the binder, look it up, and then make the adjustment from there. Okay. See, it's little things like that, man, but those little bitty things are what's going to amount to massive consequences later, potentially. Number three, this is where you go with the OL versus actually correcting. This is where you say now versus maybe later. Catch the error. A lot of times, man, when you OL it, this is where you say, uh, you know, Maybe accounting won't, won't notice. And if they do, then I'll, I'll correct it if they notice. And you know you should double back around. I know it's going to be twice the work. I know you've got a lot of different things going on. But stop it right then and there. Correct it. 
and then move forward on that. This is where a lot of times what you'll say is, is well, you know, the office, man, they, they love me upstairs. So they'll probably let me slide by. They'll, they'll give me a pass on this. No, no. When you spot the error, dude, fix it. Because like I said, and I keep saying, I keep reiterating, this is going to cost you big time later. One mantra that I live by is, is how you do the smalls is how you do the alls. And I tell my finance guys that all the time, how you do the smalls. And that's every single little blank. That's every single little document that has to be done correctly. How you do the smalls is how you do the alls. Because one thing that you have to remember is that details can pay dividends, massive dividends, or they can lead to destruction. Number four is how you spot the momentum slip, waiting for the wall versus finding your wall. Many people wait for the wall to come down. Then they decide. You're training for the day. You're not waiting for the moment. This is where you actually find your wall. This is where you choose hard. This is where you choose the challenging things. Everybody else is waiting for the wall to come down. Everybody else is waiting to be told what to do. And what the optimal performers do is the pros, they find their wall. In Ryan Sarhant's first book, Sell Like Sarhant, every single day, he said, I work to find my wall. He puts his back against walls. He finds those walls and he puts his back against it instead of letting the wall find him. This is going to build a tremendous grit and perseverance and fortitude and an ethos, man, that no one can take from you. If you're willing to find that wall, then no one can stop you because you're willing to go at it versus let it actually come to you. And the last one, man, we're going to wrap it up with this one. Challenge everything. Challenge everything. Super big. Here's what happens. When you get on a winning streak, you stop challenging and you stop challenging because you're doing so well. It's like getting free money. This is why lottery winners end up worse off than they were before because their natural reset point is super, super low. So when they're way high, then they do acts of self-sabotage and work themselves all the way back down. This is kind of that same mechanism for you with the challenge. When you're winning, you have to work as if you're broke because when you're winning, you tend not to challenge your customers you go from challenge to rationalizing. So you start rationalizing the fact, oh, they weren't serious. Oh, they're not ready. Oh, they're too far out. Oh, they're too far negative. Oh, they don't have any money. You assume these different things. So the minute the customer tells you no, because you've already said it, no, this is the second time you're hearing no, but it's just the first from the customer, but you heard it in your mind. They, they not do anything. Hey, y'all want to buy it? No. Okay. And this is where you turn and you walk away and you're like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal because I'm doing so well, right? This is where momentum is super, super slippery, sneaky. So when you start doing that and you're not challenging, you're not working as if you're broke, then you start rationalizing and you do this deal after deal after deal. And so when you were actually ahead of the game, you were doing so well because you rationalized everything. You didn't challenge anyone. Then you started giving your house money away. And this is why you hear so many salespeople say, man, I had a great month going. I don't know what happened. It's momentum slip. You stopped challenging. You felt so good about yourself and you gave so many excuses and rationalizations as to why your customer isn't ready to do anything, why you don't have to work hard today, why you're making these boneheaded mistakes, why you're assuming instead of verifying, why you're just owelling everything. You're doing all these kind of different things and you've lost your urge to challenge. We talked about this many episodes ago about building your bats up. Major League Baseball player Pete Rose told a young and up and coming Major League player, Keith Hernandez, he said, you have to build your bats up. Never waste an at-bat, even if it's a blowout. The way that you get into the Hall of Fame is working your percentages and you never give a bad away, even if it's a blowout. Same thing for you. Even when you're doing super, super well, you work as if you're broke. You're building your bats up because when you can build your bats up and you get that cushion, now you're playing with house money and house money is super, super great. 
if you work it right, if you continue to add to the house money, what better time to challenge, to actually get in there, to try new techniques, all those kind of, what, what better way to do it right then and there when you got a hot hand going versus sometimes when you're playing from behind, I just, I just need this deal. And that's what happens. A week ago, you're way ahead of the curve. A week later, you're behind the eight ball. You stop challenging. And you let the momentum get away from you. And momentum has got a tremendous lag to it. It's like eating a, a Whopper. One Whopper ain't going to kill you. 500 Whoppers will probably kill you. Okay? And that's what happens in our lives is we eat this one Whopper and we say, oh, my God, I didn't die. I'm okay. So I can do it again. That's what we do in our sales life too. So we sit there and say, oh, I don't have the challenge. And I'm still good. I still got a great month going. Oh, well. And before you know it, your career is DOA. I'm going to leave you with this. Always remember this about momentum. If you, if you hear one thing, when it comes to momentum, it's easier to keep it going than get it going. So once you get it going, and sometimes it may take you weeks to get it going, there's a lag between that. So just because you do it for a week and it's still not working, it's because you haven't reached that tipping point yet. You have to keep feed. I always say feed the machine, feed Big Mo. Every single day, man, you got to feed Big Mo. So you're feeding the momentum. And then once it gets going and it's steamrolling and dude, you're holding a parade for, for yourself, keep it going and don't ever let the momentum slip from there. Remember the greatest sale that you will ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.